Let us pray. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. For your mercies and for your kindness. Amen. We ask that you speak to us. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 All right. We thank God for yet another Sunday in his presence. And we want to appreciate God for his for this gift. It is God that has made it possible. Yes. It's not your doing. It's not my doing. It is God. Tell your neighbor, it is God. It is God. It is God. It is God who has done it. Who has done it. Yeah. Many people don't seem to realize that it is God's grace that is keeping us. The other time I was telling you that it is just one step between life and death. When when you you die, it just takes just one step. It doesn't take a lot of steps. So I'm going to the hospital. You can never come back. It's one step you took, but you never came back. I'm going to work. Then you never come back. You sleep, but you won't come back. So please accept that it is God's mercies that is keeping us. It is God's what? Mercies. And this Sunday is a Sunday of thanksgiving. Amen. So please put aside everything and put aside whatever. I know that you are coming before God to give him thanks. Amen. Not everybody has seen this day in November. Not everybody that started the year with us has seen today. Both great and small are dying. But you, God has been good to you. Amen. So I want you to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Show me a grateful person and I'll show you somebody that is filled with the Spirit. Amen. The Bible says, giving thanks. In Thessalonians, it says, this is the will of God. Even your sanctification. And then he also says that, then he also says that, giving thanks in all things. Giving thanks in all things. In all circumstances. In all situations. So, if you want to see somebody, it says, and then when you read in Ephesians, it also talks about being filled, being filled with the Holy Spirit. And then when he talks about it, he said, singing psalms and spiritual songs. So, a person that is always thankful and grateful, it shows that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. But when you are, you are ungrateful, see, and one of the things that makes us very ungrateful is forgetfulness. We tend to forget where our source is coming from, where our strength is coming from. 
So forgetfulness is one of Satan's tactics that he uses to what to cause us to what uh, become ungrateful. You forget, like like a wife can forget that uh, there were a lot of choices that your husband had, but he said, "I will marry you." Now, in your in your forgetfulness, you are behaving some strange way, thinking as if, oh, Charlie, what? If he didn't marry me, somebody else will marry you. Would have married me. But it, it's not so. It's not true. Maybe you will still be single by this time. Today, you have a job, but you are taking it for granted. Never forget. Amen. We are driving the demon of forgetfulness out of our lives. Amen. So that we can be grateful. Amen. 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 Are you here? Yes. And so... We are going to spend some time to pray. Amen. And thank God. Not also forgetting that it's our month of spiritual warfare. Are you here with me? Yes. And because it's our month of spiritual warfare, in our thanksgiving, we will also use, uh, use thanksgiving as, as a tool um, to fight. Amen. And then, God also has revealed that I need to speak to you guys also about a very important topic that, that is why many of us are not getting the results that is expected from us. Amen? Amen. Are you here? Yes. So, we are going to pray. So, I want you to be on your feet. Lift up your hands. We're going to use about five or so minutes. I just want you to be thankful to God. Just thank God. Thank God. Look around and just be thankful to God. Even the fact that you can lift up your hands, is, you have to thank God. The fact that we share at Adia, Danyamiasi, and you'll be an Enyanisa, and you'll be a Danyamiasi. Thank God. This is just a time just to say thank you, Jesus. He dwells in the praises of his people. So I want you to thank him. We thank you for this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your goodness, O Lord. We thank you for your grace upon our lives. We thank you for your love, your love that you have shown us, your kindness, your mercies. We are grateful, Lord. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, oh, Lord. thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Listen. Let me, let me, let me put it into a perspective for you. If you go to a country like South Africa, South Africa, you are driving. You can't stop at the traffic light. You have a nice car. You can't stop at the traffic light. They will hijack your car. Even in your own house, you are going to park in your own house. They will come and take your car. You don't know. We are blessed. Amen. And I want us to thank God for this blessing. I'm not talking about any party. I'm talking about thanking God. Yes. Eh? 
Yes. You have driven nicely. You have come. You've taken trotters. Some countries they don't have that. As we are thanking God, let's not be selfish. And say that God hasn't given me a brand new car, so I don't have a reason to thank him. No, there are so many reasons you can thank him for. So let us thank God again for our country. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you. Amen. We thank you Amen. for even the country that we are in now. Amen. We want to say thank you yes, that we can walk out and just go and buy watches yes, and we will not be raped. We thank, you, we thank you that little children, our little children can go and buy Kobe, can go and buy Momoni, can go to school Amen. and they will not be raped. Amen. We want to give you praise Amen. that even there are schools yes. that our children can go to. Yes. There are hospitals yes. that our children can go to. Yes. Thank you. We want to thank you yes. for your peace that you have given unto this country. Amen. And we want to thank you for the peace in our homes. Amen. The peace in our families. Amen. The peace in our marriages. Amen. We want to give you praise. Amen. This afternoon, we just this we just this morning we just came to say thank yes, you. Yes, we want to bless your name. Yes, I want to give you praise. Amen. Receive our praise. Yes, Receive our praise. Amen. 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 Receive our praise. Lord. We are not here to say anything but to say thank you yes, Lord. for the gift of life, the gift of salvation, Amen. the gift of healing, Amen. the gift of deliverance, Amen. the gift of a church Amen. that we can be part of. Yes. We are thankful. Amen. For our brethren, Amen. our sisters, Amen. our brothers, Amen. our fathers, Amen. our mothers, Amen. we want to thank you for all that. We give you praise yes, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to put your hands together beautifully and take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Indeed, our Jesus is alive. I said, our Jesus is alive. Yes, you should say, praise him. Our Jesus is alive. Praise, praise him. him. Our Jesus is alive. Praise him. Our Jesus is alive. Praise him. Yeah, we have to be cautious. I want you to be cautious of that. If you don't live here with anything, just live here with that cautiousness of thankfulness. The cautiousness of I'm thankful, Lord. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm just thankful. Yes. You don't know. Stop looking at what you don't have and look at what you have. Suddenly you will see how blessed and thankful you need to be. And it is the will of God to give thanks. Amen. It is the will of God to do what? To give thanks. Especially after you have prayed. Yes. Especially after you have done fasting and prayers. It is God's will for you to what? Give thanks. You haven't seen it, but I'm saying, God, I thank you. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I say, God, I'm thanking you. Yeah. I, I've not seen it, but I thank you. Yeah. That is how people of faith 
behave. As you are thanking him, I see your miracle coming to you. I say, I see your miracle coming to you. I see your miracle coming to you. I see your miracle coming to you with faith. Amen. I say, I see your miracle coming to you Amen. with speed. I see your miracle coming to you in the name of Jesus. 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 Receive a testimony. I receive it. 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 In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Now, many of us, God wants us to understand certain spiritual things. And one of the spiritual things that God wants you to understand is what we are talking about being thankful. Amen. Being thankful. Amen. It takes a spiritual person to be thankful. Oh, yes. If you are not thankful, you, if you are not spiritual, you cannot be thankful. Because it's, 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 it's the Holy Ghost that makes a person thankful. But when you find yourself always whinging, complaining, it shows your lack of spirituality and infancy and babyhood. But I believe that in salvation clinic, Sorry, we are spiritual people. Amen. Is that not so? Yes, sir. Is that not so? Yes, sir. We are what? Spiritual. And if you are spiritual people, we know how to give thanks. Yes. I am thankful that I am a Ghanaian. That's why I'm wearing nice kente to come and thank God. I'm not wearing suit to come and thank God. I'm wearing kente to come and thank God. God didn't make a mistake when he gave me to a Ghanaian mother and a Ghanaian father. He didn't make a mistake. I'm thankful. You, you want to be a white person and you are bleaching yourself. Oh, sister, don't do that. Ah, and yes, sir, Even today, some men are bleaching themselves. Because they want to be something that God didn't ordain them to be. Be thankful. I said, be what? Thankful. This year, we were supposed to have a cultural day where we will thank God that we, for the culture in which we are born in. Where our cultural uh, things, cultural international day. And you know, because of coronavirus, it went one of the months, it passed by. But next year, it is coming on live by the grace of God. Amen. So start preparing yourself. Yes. Amen. Amen. Start what? Preparing because it's going to happen. And we will wear our nice, nice Ghanaian clothes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is spiritual to be thankful. Number two, I want to show you another thing. Number two. Now, this is to do with the theme of the month as well. Now, the theme of the month is spiritual, a month of what? Spiritual warfare. And I want to show you something. I started teaching this from Thursday. I taught a little bit about it. And then on Friday too, I taught a little bit about it. And today, I want to teach a little bit about it. Teach a little bit about it. Before we pray. 
All right. Now, for you, as to get the story, we'll get it very well. We will look at the life of a, a certain person in the Bible. And what you are talking about is the mystery of altars. The mystery of what? The mystery of what? The mystery of altars. Look, whether we like it or not, we are here because we are we have we are where we are in life because of altars. And you might not understand it, but I'm trusting that the Holy Ghost will help you to understand. Amen. 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 I'm trusting the Holy Ghost to teach us. Amen. When we talk about altars, what are we talking about? And why must we know about altars? Alright, you must know about altars because we are spiritual beings trying to have what? A physical experience. And this earth, this earth, it has been given to us. However, this world is not controlled by physical things. It's controlled by spiritual things. It is controlled by what? Spiritual. It is the spiritual dimension that controls the physical dimension. Whatever you are seeing, whatever you are seeing here physically, it has already been ordained in the realms of the spirit. I showed them a scripture in Hebrews. I said to them in the Hebrew in that scripture, it says that the, by faith the worlds were, were, were created. By faith, the worlds were created. So you might think that we only have one world, but, but I tell you, there is another world. Heaven is another type of world. Hell is another type of world. So as we are here, there are different kinds of wells. And it is that, that which we cannot see, the spiritual dimension, it is that one that is controlling what is happening. So it says, by faith, we understand that the wells, see that it is plural. It's not one. It is what? Plural. He said, by faith, the wells were what? Framed. So there are wells. My brother and it will be a great um a, it, it, it will be a great injustice or a great you are going to do yourself a great disservice if you are going to leave this world and live in this world and think that it is only what I can see. He says, so the things that were seen, the things that were what which are seen. We're not made of the things which are what? Visible. So they are invisible. There's an invisible world which is so real. But it takes the spiritual person to walk with this mindset. That's why we say we don't walk by sight. We walk by what? Faith. That when you are spiritual, you see the thing happening in the realms of the spirit by faith. And it manifests physically. So there is, a, there is another, there are different worlds actually. Even heaven. 
this heaven as we know. So the Bible says that Paul, the apostle, was talking about this heaven that, this heaven that we know, and he said, that, "I know a man who was caught up to the third heaven." So meaning that Chese. if there is a first heaven, or there is a third heaven, there must be a second and what? A first heaven. And this first heaven is the one you see, the atmosphere, the clouds. That the you see. clouds that you see. The clouds that you see. The one that, you con- that brings down the rain. And then the third heaven is that is where God dwells. So between the third heaven and the sec- and the first heaven too, there must be a second heaven. And we know it is true because the Bible says that there are spiritual principalities in heavenly what places. But they are not dwelling where God is dwelling. Are you following me? Yes. So even the heavens, they are different, different. Look at it. It says, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body, I do not know, or whether out of the body, I don't know, but God knows. Such a one was caught up to where? The third heaven. Oh, you are not here. He was caught up to where? The, the third, third heavens. heavens. He was caught up to the third heavens. Shroom, shroom. So the third heavens, that is where God, the Father, dwells. Shroom, shroom. So the Bible says that Jesus Christ has been made, has been lifted up. That is why he said that when he died, so we he has been given a name. At the mention of that name, Jesus, every knee in the heavens, under the heavens, must bow. And he also says that Jesus has been made the head of all principality, all powers, all dominions, both good and bad. Both what? Now, even in God's kingdom, there are ranks. There are what? Ranks. Ranks. It's a different. Everybody has got their. Do you know that the life of an army officer is very different from the life of a, 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 another rank? Do you know that? It's an officer, the, the other rank. Officers live in a see. different world, though. Though you are all soldiers, but we, 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 I tell you, they are in a different world. Even in your mess alone, you should tell you when you go to an officer's mess, you know, yes, you are in an officer's mess. And when you go to other ranks' mess, do you see the etiquette there? Is different. The service there is different. I mean, you can never say that going to a chop bar in Boshe is the same experience as going to uh, going to uh, Papaya is even too low. Papaya is, 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 is still is Papaya is, is like sergeant's mess level. No, no. It's not the same. Oh. It's not the same as going to maybe a uh, do we have five star hotels in Ghana here? Kim 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 what? Kim Piski. Okay. Kim Piski. It sounds like whiskey. I'm someone whom whiskey will open. Michael. Yeah, it's not the same. Oh. A two-star hotel is not the same as a once. There are levels, there are ranks. So even in the kingdom of God, there are levels and they are what? Ranks. I was showing them on Friday that even when it comes to the angelic beings, he said they are dominions, they are thrones, they are powers. And when we, when we talk about powers, they live in a different domain. When we talk about principalities, they live in a different and everyone have got what they are supposed to do. And I showed, you know, normally we are being deceived with the idea that when we talk about angels, you, you think that it's like a nice maybe with wings or something I showed them in the scripture 
there are even beings called living creatures. And these living creatures, they were revealed to a prophet. And when he saw it, he was shocked. He said, this being had the four faces. He had what? Four faces. And you found in Colossians 2.10, he said, you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and powers. Now let me show you even some of the principalities. Is Is it Ezekiel or Isaiah? Where is it chapter chapter one where he was talking about the prophet saw he saw a living creature he saw a living creature and he was he was he was describing it he had four faces he had on the right like like the right side here the right side here the face of a lion this side here he had the face of an ox. This side here, he had the face of a human being. At the back, he had the face of an eagle. He had four wings. He had hands. He has two hands. Wings. Now, if you don't take care, you think that we are describing a demon. But we are describing a, 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 a being. Look at it there. As for the likeness of their faces, each had what? The face of a man. Each had uh, had the four. Each of the four had the face of a lion on the right side. Each of the four had the face of an ox. An ox is like a cow on the left hand side. And each of the four had the face of what? An eagle. But we are talking about a, a, a being here. So please, I am taking this. I'm just trying to give you a foundation of the topic of altars. Now, all these beings are there. And all of them have something to do. They are doing, they are doing th- things to influence this our world. Whether you accept it or not, it is there. Whether you accept it or not, it is there. So it is better for you to be spiritual and accept it. Are you with me? Like this sort of being. I mean, this is this. I mean, this thing. If you should see it, even in a vision, you will be afraid. You will be afraid. It's not easy. But they are there. Now, these beings. This is this is a good being. So these ones are in heaven. This is the same heaven that Satan was in. When you read it, the Bible said that, and Lucifer, he was cast out. John Okanya was he was cast out in the third heaven where God is. Now was through Musuru baby and Yami one God that Satan decided to become an, a separatist. You know, people who when we are all there, we are all nice in the church. They want to behave as if you know, I'm part of the church. I'm part of the church. Separatist behavior. And then very soon they start doing some things to you know make it look as if they are not in a good church. And this is what Satan was doing in heaven. He was about God. He got to a point where he said he, he became fully rebellious. So the angels, they, they fought him. It wasn't God that fought Satan. He's, he's not in his class. He created him. So when Satan became rebellious, it was Archangel Michael and Gabriel, the Bible said that and Michael and his brothers. Michael, Michael, and he said, that is there, is it there? He says, and Michael and what? 
Michael ne abofon. Omo pamu bonsam. We ye bonsam wasem. So when you see people who are being rebellious in church, into whom you conform, you are hand time was sorry. You conform, you subai aye bibi was sorry ni mo. Don't wait for the pastor. Don't say that oh. Men can also for no. You must arise. When they say sorry, talk about it and then you report it. Now kasa fa, now catch us off for the ekosi. You can't behave like that in the church. Catch us, say untu mi nyani awu ye was sorry. Why are you behaving like that? Aden awu yesa. You must rise up and we must defend. Esa wu na us sorry na ukuma asorry no. Yes, it didn't. It wasn't God. Enye nyango pon ne kunyo. Church that they will allow their pastor to fight fight. Yeah, sorry, born in a mom as soon as you detect disloyalty, as soon as you detect that they are they are you know and signs of devils. How do you see signs of devils? You see signs of devils wherever there's every kind of confusion. Discontentment. People trying to be smart. Somebody can look at somebody, the car, the person is driving. Ah, this guy has got money. Let me go and tell a sad story to him so that he gives me money. And when he gives me money, he says, Foolish man. And when he finishes it, it finishes. You come back. So who are sorry now? Yes, sir. It is an evil, and it means that Satan, Satan is being given free reign. But we as a church, we must arise and say, no, we can't allow such things. We can't allow such behaviors. We drive a car, he has money. Someone driving a nice car doesn't mean so. Don't use certain things to mark certain things. Someone might be driving a nice car, but he's not even having money for fuel. He has to borrow money from the wife. The money that goes to Mansa to say, Give me money to buy fuel to church. The wives have a way. They put their, hand, their monies in their handkerchiefs. And they are not even able to untie it. Unless they add their teeth to be able to untie the hanky. Say, how much do you want? They can even roll 5,000 on the handkerchief. They are very, very... They are very strange women. They they can do some things that if we didn't get them as men, we will, we will be sorry. The women are very wonderful. So if you behave as if you are wise and you want to take advantage of people, it's not a good thing. You must arise and stop Something like begging. Begging. It is an evil spirit. A a life of curse, like a, you living like a curse. Because you can be content with what God has given to you. You can be content. And if someone will help you, unless God touches the person's heart, the Bible says. Bible says. Bible says. Eh? Are you listening? Are you listening? Utie. Bible say. The Bible says. Say. Uye, 
if you are a blessed person, so you give. Oma. It is more blessed to give than to what? But you always want to be receiving. You are not a person. You are living a life of a person. But you can also be content with what you have. You will thank God for what you have. And trust God for the next level. Begging. No, begging is a sign that you are cursed. And no one can help you unless God touches the person's heart. Even your husband will not help you if God doesn't intervene. You will talk and you will not listen. A king's heart is in the king's heart is what? In the hands of God. How God wants it, that is how He does it. So the person who will help you, if God doesn't touch His heart, and you go to beg, what you are doing is that you are going to create animosity. The person will see you and be dodging the next time. If he doesn't want to dodge, you say, this person will be in the meeting. Then I will not even attend the meeting at all. So some of us, we are doing some things. I say, I'm sorry. But today, God has removed that thing from us. I said, God has removed that thing from us. You are never going to beg. People will come and rather get from you. Amen is very weak. Amen is sad. Amen is very weak. Amen is You say you don't have money. But you will be surprised. Someone is in a kiosk. But in that kiosk, he has brought one of his brothers from the village and is taking care of that brother. Haven't you seen some before? Who has seen some before? If you have. This means I'm telling the truth. Someone is living in a container. But has brought a family member from the village and taking care of him. You think they don't have money. It's not that they don't have money. It's affecting somebody. And has refused to be a beggar. Are you with me? Yes. Salvation clinic, we cancel that the traffic light is behind us. Every begging is behind us. God has delivered us from that thing. If you have 100 cities or not, I said, God has delivered you. Respond, Amen. God has delivered us. You are blessed. I said you are blessed. We I said you are blessed. We I said you are blessed. We Yes. So let us my my attitude of begging so always have an attitude. I will give. Can say they be out the open man. Rather give. Oh the open man Let's stop begging. Because it brings strife. It brings animosity. And it shows that Satan has been given a free. A chance to so the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the because of water, he turns it. Instead of, instead of going to beg, pray. God will touch the person's heart. 
Even this kente that I'm wearing. Every day I pray that I want to wear kente. I didn't tell anyone. You don't know. You don't know the prayers that I pray. So one day I was there. And I saw that during honor thy prophet, someone brought a bag. I've not even checked what is inside. For some days, I've not checked. My mind is, well, hasn't even come on that. So I went to check. And I said, Ah, God, I thank you. This kente that I'm, I want to wear. And someone had already bought the slippers for me. And I said, This slippers, I need a kente for it. For so long, the slippers was there. And I said, Wherever the kente is, it will come. I will thank God. I didn't go to beg anyone, but the kente has come. If I have gone to beg someone, he will tell me stories. You say, Pastor, I've heard. Pastor, I've heard. You know that it's raining, but the ground is very hard. And then I will come back sorrowfully run from there. It's not a good life. Stop it. Rather pray. And God should touch the heart of the king. The king is the person who will help you. If it is the church, pray. If it's an uncle that will help you, pray. And stop begging. The begging traffic light is behind us. Can you say it well? Traffic light If you say it, it will come true in your life. God will make sure you have everything you need. Traffic light Traffic light Begging traffic light is behind us. If it is yours, say I receive it. If it is yours, receive it. I receive it. Men say, begging even for you go to your bed. You beg. I want you to promote me. You beg your husband. You begging your husband. Don't waste your time. Pray. Pray. When you say it, he will give it to you. Even, he will rather even come and tell you and give it to you. So where there's begging, there's there are evil spirits. Now, I, I was saying this in relation to the devil. The in, in, in Revelation. How this great dragon, other, it was other angels that what? Fought him. In the church. Don't allow your pastors and your leaders to be the ones that are always fighting. When you see something is wrong, arise and let's stop it. Amen. Amen. I believe that we are doing that already. So we are reinforcing that. Amen. Amen. Now this great dragon. He was in the heavens, the third heavens. 
And he was there where God himself was. Do you even know that it's not all the angels that stand before God? No, 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 no. Some stand before God. Some are in the presence of God. Some too, they don't, they are nowhere near where God is. And this dragon called Satan. Before and then he was cast out. And he when he was cast out, look at what the Bible says. He said, Woe unto the inhabitants of this earth. Because this dragon has been cast out. So I want you to tell, I want you to understand this. Have you seen Satan physically on this earth? When he is there. He's very much there. He's there. And they said, Woe unto what? The inhabitants of what? This Bible says, I'm just showing you why I told you that there are spiritual powers that are controlling what is happening. I'm I'm that Satan is interested in what is happening here on earth. From scripture. He said, He, he, he is what? He. he he said, go on to the inhabitants of this earth because Johnny he has said, come with great wrath. He has come with what? Great wrath. He knows his time is short. He knows his time is what? So he's he very much interested in, in our lives. And he is also interested what? In our, God, God is a spirit. Also. All right, so he says, therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Because wherever there is confusion and fighting, there is no rejoicing there. Because this evil being has come here. So, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down, having great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. Why is his time short? Because he was judged. Satan was judged. And he was sentenced. And he has baby but his sentence is yet to be carried out. Do you know that in the court they can sentence you, but they will put you in cost, they will, what do they call it? Remain custody. Sentence is what? Carried out. His final time of sentence is when the world has been judged. And then you'll be cast into a lake of fire. So he knows that his time is very short. So what is he doing now? He is going to try to affect the world. And he wants to affect what God loves most. Which is human beings. Because we are the only beings that God created in, our, in, his, in, our, in his image. So he wants to destroy something that God really loves. You know that God loves you? How much do you think God loves you? The Bible says that for God so loved the world. Say God loves me. Say God loves me. Say God loves me. Don't look at your pocket to think that it's because there's no money in my pocket. Say it again. God loves me. I want you to say it loud. Say God loves me. Bible said that for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son that whomsoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Satan knows this great love. He was there. He was there. When God what? 
was creating the earth. He was watching carefully when God was creating the earth. And you saw how God was creating man. You are not creating angels. You are creating people like yourself. And he was very, very angry. This is before, no, Satan was there before all this happened. Satan was there before all this what happened. Do you see that any do you see anywhere in the Bible where it says that and God created Satan? Oh, he, Bible, he, Bible, Bible. he was already created with the angels. And he saw when God was creating man. And he saw how God loves man. So David even said. What is man that thou art mindful of him? David So Satan knows. So he is also interested in what is happening here. Have, have you seen Satan walking on the street in Boshe? But he is there. He has a kingdom. Very organized. Controlling things here on earth. So now. Let, let, are you listening? Are you following? Say Lord Jesus. Say Lord Jesus. Because I'm going to the part where it, it, it is very, very important. I want you to lift up your right hand. And begin to say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. If you are sleeping at this time, Satan is working on you. Say, Lord, help me. Lord, begin to pray. Pray, pray. 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 As you from all that you have said, we see that there is a spiritual world. You you see that? Yes. And there are two forces in this spiritual world. God, and Satan. And what are they vying for? What are they fighting over? Who knows? Who knows what they are fighting over? What are they fighting over? Anybody? I want an answer. They are fighting for what? Souls. Okay. And who are those who have got souls? Humans. Angels. Humans. Human beings. Nipa. So they are fighting against us. And you know, for you to understand it very well, Senior, we are the only beings that can operate here on earth. Because we have been given bodies. We are spirits. But we, are, we have been given bodies. For the spirit to stay in the body. So that, they can, that is why that's why I'm working here. The real me is inside. And to be able to walk so that you can see. Satan is around. Even as we are here. God is also here. But we can't see any of them. Because they are spirits. They don't have bodies. Do you see that there? Yes. Okay. Now, they are all interested in what is happening to human beings. So how do they how do they come and do what they want to do, what they are planning to do? How do they bring that 
physically, tangibly here. This is where altars come in. This is where what? Altars come in. Because when God created the earth, he, said, he, told, he told Adam, have what? In other words, God is saying, I'm giving it to you. Because when he speaks, it's law. So now he has given it. So even, even if he wants to come and do something, we as human beings must give him permission. If you understand this, what I'm talking about, you you will not play with praying. Have you, have you sat down to understand what why God says pray without Because Prayer is God's legal method. It's empire. Established method. Where we as human beings, we are saying, come and help us. Or we are saying we want to have fellowship. We want to have interaction with you. That is why the Bible always says, pray without what? Many have not understood the technicality. So, when we are praying, we say the, the prayers are too much. It's because you don't understand spiritual things. Because if you like sit down and not pray, nothing will happen. The world in which we live, nothing happens by chance. Unless human beings pray. Now one more and if you don't pray, eh? one more empire, if you don't pray, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen for you. And by default, you know when you say something is by default. If you don't pray, by default, Satan will do what he wants. Do you understand? Yes. By default, so what you also okay, me, you say, me, I will not pray. The prayers are too much. Okay, sit down. That means by default. Satan, which is that spirit, he is already using your will effect, to effect what he wants in your life. So we have to pray because there are two forces. That forces and forces of good. Satan and demons and angels. And also his kingdom. That's why always Jesus, when Jesus came, he was and talking about certain things. Right, yes, you pass, you didn't understand. You, 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 can that, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Say, to me, you are born again. But they didn't understand There are two opposing kingdoms right now at work. Contending for the souls of men. Contending for the destinies of men. And prayer is the legal way that God has ordained for us. Now, empire and equine, pana, yami. Here on earth, I'm just saying, you're better than you. You're better than are places where you know it's like something that we, we establish as human beings we are spirit we want to have interaction with spirits we want to have communication with spirits how do you make this happen the legal established way is through an altar let me show you Good altars, for instance, in the Bible. Noah is one of the first people in the Bible. 
he lived by this principle. Now, Noah was generations after Adam. Noah, no, I want to Adam. Adam was a spiritual man before he fell. Adam, no, you certain things to his generation. Which was that is why even Cain and Abel. The Bible never tells us. But we know that they offered sacrifice. Why did they offer the sacrifice? What came into their minds? Because their father would have taught them. Because after the fall, before Adam fell, he had direct contact with God. He was human. But he could speak with spirits. So when you read in Genesis, the Bible says the Spirit of God comes. This is how it was described. It said the voice of God was walking in the garden. The voice of God was walking. So that means the Spirit of God, he could, he could actually have a communication. Please, my scriptures. The, the voice of God was what? Come, was there? But after sin came. Do you know the first sacrifice was God killed an animal and then He used it to cover the altar. And Eden became an altar, and it has always been the case. Now after that time, if you want to communicate with the spirit, through the established medium of what an altar. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking. Sound, not not human being. The voice of the sound. Who was that person? Jesus. Jesus was the word of God. Jesus. At that time, there was nothing like written word. It was only God speaks. What comes out is Jesus Christ. So at that time, there was nothing like Jesus. As we know Jesus now, Jesus wasn't there. Don't let your Sunday school teaching confuse me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So it was just a voice. This voice is what the Bible says. In the fullness of time. In the fullness of time. A virgin conceived. A virgin what? Conceived. And the word became. The word became what? Flesh. That was the word. That was the word. In that time, it was just a voice. Adam was spiritual. Adam perfect um, balance between his soul, his spirit, and his body. He didn't need anything. He could, he could assess the spiritual dimension. The flesh took over the spirit. Are you listening? So this is the voice in the Genesis. And the word was what made what flesh. among us. John said, John glory." So he. If you understand this from Genesis, I was telling you, I saw God Himself. I saw that 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 
spirit that was walking in the garden within, in, in the garden of Eden, I held that glory. It became flesh. And he said, the only begotten. What is the meaning of the word begotten? The word begotten there is, it, it means that the transformation of the voice into what? Flesh. That is begotten. It beginning. No. God doesn't have a beginning. He has always been the, the voice. Now, then he the word. Are you listening? Then he became what? The word. And the Bible said he was full of grace. Now, can I shock you? The way you are sitting down and you are not listening. Or is it because you are listening so well? That is why you are too quiet. Yes. But you must let me hear some sounds of joy. Sister, when you know, it will encourage me to preach, to take the preaching to prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, listen. You have been to church, but you don't understand what I'm about to tell you. You don't know. So, it will help you. In this church, you can't come here for somebody to tell you stories. And tell you stories in the things of God. We are teaching you the word of God to get a foundation and understanding. When someone comes to tell you that even Jesus was a product of fornication, he said he was full of what? Grace. John was describing. Not John, eh, God. I, I, I saw him. This is after Jesus had died and resurrected. And we he, are yes, we, we are sorry. Him very well. Now, it he beheld him. So, so if you read in some of his episodes, he says, That which you have seen. That is what we testify about. God walking amongst them. The Jewish people didn't even believe. They didn't know that God had visited them. They didn't Are you here with me? Now, this word became what? Flesh. It became flesh. So, Adam, before the fall, he could assess because the soul was in perfect harmony with the spirit and with his flesh. And he could assess the spiritual But after the fall, he could not just get up and go. The Bible says God sacked them from the garden. They were sacked from Eden. And he put angels to guard the place. You can never see anywhere Eden is because it wasn't just a physical presence and as, as I see a physical location. Eden is where God's presence is. That is Eden. Where God's presence is. That is your Eden. When they sing that atmosphere, that atmosphere lifted, and then you can search anywhere, you will never find eating anywhere. It is a spiritual atmosphere. Now, 
After the fall, Adam Adam now, this is the beginning of religions. This is the beginning of what? Religions. Oh, you are not here. This is the beginning of what? Yeah. What is religion? Religion is man's attempt to reach God. That's religion. When we say you are a religious Christian, you think it is by your strength that you, you can please God. And this, this, this has been the beginning of religion from this, from that so, time. No? From the, since you that time. See that even Nyamike, even outside of the Bible, there are historical evidence and documents. People have been and civilizations have been trying to what? Reach God. There are some people that they are called. This is an ancient civilization. They are called the Aztecs. We yet to see Abako Sembia from Aztecs. They they want to go to where God is. Like a pyramid, very very high. Tomufi said, the higher you go, the closer you get to God. Yeah. And then Osum are burning now. Today all the religions that have come. Take Islam. Islam will get to God. You will get it through Muhammad. We are trying to get to God. But we believe in certain moral things. Take Buddhism. For Buddhism. Buddhi, so. It is an attempt to what? Get to God. But can I shock you? Yes, so. Can I shock you? Yes. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is not what? A religion. It is not man's attempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Old Testament time, no. They tried. They were sacrificing sheep and did all they could. But Bible says. But the Bible says. God. He rather came down. To meet us. So whereas all other religions are trying, man trying to meet God. Meeting man. Yes. So the Bible says, God sent his son. And he said, it's what? A free gift. Lest any man should boast. Because why we are a righteous person. You can't say you are pleasing God because you are righteous. Yeah, a religious man talking. So he said, oh, I do good. I, I, I won't even bring my tithe to church. I'll use it to pay school fees. I'll use it to do Good for, to people. You can continue doing it, but the day you die, that's where you see. The day you die is where you know that you don't even have because life. The Bible says, because the Bible says, it is through faith in Jesus Christ that it, a man will be saved. It it is not, it is not based based on our works. Least any man should boast. Any man should boast. Any man should what? Christianity is God coming back to the The seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. 
But say, I created you. You've tried all your best. But it's not pleasing to me. But when the, the fullness of time, God came to look for us as human beings. It is by faith. For by grace, let us all read it. Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 9. Go. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. By what? Grace. By what? Grace. By what? Grace. By what? Grace. Is it by works? No. To the just religiosity now. So stop that religiosity that you are practicing. And you think you are doing good. So you are pleasing God. I'm not saying we don't do good. But our, our righteousness. Without works. It, see, GD and human the works we are doing depends on Jesus' sacrifice for us. Righteousness before God only based on what Jesus has done. You can never ever become righteous because of what, what good you think you are doing. So never let anybody deceive you. I know some people who are Christians. But they've married people who are not Christians. But what made them do that? It's a real life story I'm telling you. They say, oh, the, the brother is a good person. The Bible says, do not be unequally what? Yoke. So, Johnny said, Mamma Famu, who am Fam? Brown or a good person? Oh, my enquiry. Oh, Brown, no, 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 she said, Oh, this, this man is a good man. He's the one doing this, the one doing that. Is he saved? Nasu Owankwa. No, he's not saved. Oh, need down Kwa. Oh, still, you're Muslim. He said, Oh, he's a Muslim. Almost by a very good person. He's also a good person. Unso Warren Rienichin about five or six years and after time, marrying the person five to six years time problem, now it has become a big problem for her but it's your husband you cannot leave him the, the moment you marry that is all pray that he changes his mind otherwise that is your cross only way is that he will tell you to go why did this person get deceived? He just saw that the person was doing good. Salvation is not by good works. Salvation is a free gift. You receive it by faith. That is it. So Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is what? A religion. Christianity is a personal relationship that you have with God through Jesus Christ. A personal relationship that you have with God through Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus Christ. And yet because of it's not because of anything you are doing. So I see some people say, oh, you always, you like praying. Because they think they do good. Your righteousness, your good works will not give you righteousness. Bible says it is like a filthy rag. It is only through Jesus Christ. Now, this is why we from the time of Adam, Adam, man has been trying to get contact with 
God who is a spirit. In our attempt to get into God, we have diverted and we are worshipping Satan. We are worshipping other gods. We are worshipping something else. How, how are we able to invoke spirits? It is true the medium of what? An altar. Now, let me show you a good altar. What is an altar? An altar is just a medium, a place that man can contact a spirit. Whether it's a good spirit or a bad spirit. A medium, a means by which you can what? The and Noah was the, was one of the few people that the Bible says that and Noah built an altar. And he placed a sacrifice on the altar. Now for a body at also. And when he placed a sacrifice on the altar, now a spirit came. Who God. Noah was a worshipper of God. Noah was a worshipper of God. So, let me show you. Genesis Genesis is there. Genesis, I believe, verse 8, chapter 8. 21. He says, and the Lord smelled a soothing. He says, then Noah built what? An altar to the Lord. And took on every clean animal and every clean bed and offered burnt offerings on the altar. So, this is a good man. This is somebody that worships God. He wanted to contact a spirit. What did he do? What did he do? He built what? An altar. And then he placed something on the altar. And the altar, what was placed on the altar, after it was bent, the spirit was attracted by what, what was coming. In this case, it's God. Because God Wait, is a spirit. John, John, John says it very, I think John 8 or so. He says, God is a spirit. And they that, dwell, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So, Noah, Noah built an altar. He built an altar. And then, the Bible says that he placed something there. Afterwards, a spirit came. Now when the spirit came, what happened? When the spirit came, what happened? The spirit now came to give what he, the spirit, who dwells in the spiritual dimension, he came to give what he wants to happen in this physical world. That's why I'm telling you that in this world, the spiritual dimension is being controlled. It controls our physical world. Listen to what the Spirit said. The Spirit said something, which is God. He said, He started making some promises to them. He says, then Noah took an altar to the Lord and he did, he had, he placed then 
Verse 21, the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his, in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Whilst the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and the day of night will never cease. Now look at this. After the spirit was invoked. See what it is doing for man. So now the spirit is controlling us through an altar. Noah altar will see the altar Noah built and what he did the sacrifice was very great because he took every type of clean animal that is what pleased please go and when God came up to this day it's still controlling us seed time and your harvest. That is why we still have seed and harvest. That's why we have heat and cold. That's why we have morning and afternoon. That is affecting us and ruling us through the altar that is built. Listen to this. This is a good altar. There are a lot of people that built altars. Abraham CB. Isaac built an altar. Isaac and I'll be teaching this in detail next week Thursday. Because my time is up. Now, just as we have good altars, we have what? Satanic altars. altars. So the altar is the place where you can invoke the spirit to come. Then the influence over you, over our lives, it comes through that. Please, you understand what I'm saying. So, so as we are seated here, there is an altar that is speaking for you. There is an altar that is speaking for you. Whether you believe it or not, because either it is an altar from God or it is from the devil. And there are a lot of satanic altars around. And the mere fact that you have become a Christian doesn't mean that the altar will stop. Because the altar are legal. It is it's legal when you are dealing with spirits. It's legal for you to construct an altar and whatever you do and you place on the altar. When the spirit comes, whatever the spirit agrees with you, it becomes binding on you. It becomes binding on you. It becomes binding on you. Amen. Amen. It becomes what? Binding on you. So as we are here, we have satanic altars. No one built altars to God, but there are some people who have built altars to the devil. There are some people who have built altars to what? The devil. And for us as black people, look at our background. You hear that in a certain family, the woman there can't get pregnant. They can't marry. And you can trace to the point that their great 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 grandmother went to a certain idol. What is the bosom? An altar for a devil. An altar for a demon. 
that to tell that idol that protect us say okay bring sheep and bring snap just as Noah put something on the altar because if you don't put anything on it the spirit will not come so when they went the priest was doing all sorts of things he said the, he said now the spirit says bring this bring that and when you bring it he said what do you want we have seen that the Akwamu people, people are selling human beings. He said, okay, that we will be protected. But this is what I will take in return. You and the females in your family, you are mine. You say, oh, it's not a problem at all. Agreement. And then the agreement is established. So on altars, it is altars. It is in altars that we have covenants. It is on altars that we have co and covenants are binding promises. And it's legal. It's like David. Whether you like it or not. So whatever you say. 200 years later about 200 years later it is now affecting you in Boshe. but that thing that was said it is still fighting you you say you are a christian but on your altar there is no fire on your altar there is no fire that will fight the altar but on life no it is manifesting the satanic so you are altar a and the covenants of the satanic altar but in your bonifono the altar of christ jesus christ is uh, it was sacrificed jesus is our sacrifice he was the altar of christ it is not automatic. You must put something on the altar. Like, like I showed you earlier, I said, pray without ceasing. Prayer, prayer is a sacrifice. You must be putting on the altar. To fight any other altar that is speaking against you. Because on altars are sacrifices, and sacrifices, there are blood sacrifices, and the Bible says that blood what? Speaks. Bible says, Moja ekasa. So, you can have, he said, the blood of Abel is speaking. Oh, see, Abel but Moja the blood of Jesus Christ is speaking what better than so yes, Moja can not pa. automatic. So you must enforce it. So listen carefully. On altars, altars is the medium, the legal medium. medium. Altars have got priests. Custodians. The custodians of the altars. When you come to the altar, a covenant now is now what established between you and the spirit. And what the spirit wants to do, he will do it. And you have to sacrifice something. Now, after the covenant is established, then they are spiritual enforcers of the covenant it's just like in the natural we have laws based on a constitution on an altar of a country people 
people break the law with impunity because although we are supposed to obey the covenants, we are not. And the enforcers too are nowhere to be found. But in the realms of the spirit, who are the enforcers of the covenants that are coming from the altars? Witches are part. Spiritual, spiritually, Witches are the spiritual police. Your problem is Our problem is when we pray. We pray to kill the witches. But after killing the witch, the witch is just a policeman. The law is still operating. The altar is still operating. So you see that you get a small relief from your problem. But as soon as the replacement for the policeman comes, destroy. So if you want to destroy, some permanency in your breakthroughs and get permanency in your breakthrough. Now for us to attack the altar. So when you destroy the altar, kill the priest of the altar. There will be no enforcers. Spiritually, what has happened is that. If the covenant, every, altar be so. every covenant comes from an altar. So the covenant, evil spirits through witchcraft are enforcing the covenant. And the covenant, when the enforcers come, so it's like you have been locked in a prison. Because the spiritual enforcers have come to work, so they've locked. That is why your finance is in prison. Your marriage is in a cage. You can't do anything about it. I want to be yeshi. Use legal techniques. Otherwise, you'll be there. You'll be a Christian and frustrated. All your female children have been sold. A great great grandmother has done that. Now you are a Christian. This thing I'm saying, you think I'm joking, but look into your life. Apart from all your Christianity, your marriage is in a prison. Your finances is in a prison. When you come to church, you say pray. You say Kill the witch. So when you finish killing that witch, the police, they are always recruiting. They don't lack people. When you kill this witch, the spirit that was using that witch will recruit another person. That is why always when the witch is about to die, they want somebody to leave the witchcraft for. So that the person will continue the work. So as you are break, coming to break, church to break, pray break. and you are breaking, break, okay. break. Now the witch is dead. You see that for you see different signs that ah, the prayer has worked. After two weeks, the same problem rests his head. Because somewhere there is a replacement of that policeman. So he has come. Why handover notes? Now he has received the handover notes. He said, Ah, okay, man, sir, man, he said, Ah, oh, man, sir. Ah, he went to this church and was delivered. Okay, let's go and bind him again. And they will come back to come and bind you. So when they are coming, and they come and see, 
that, left from your right. that you know your left from your right. After your deliverance, some of us, after deliverance, the thing comes back because you don't apply spiritual law. So when the witch comes to catch you into the cage and he comes and see that ah you are still praying the word of God is in you you say oh they can't touch you again you see that your deliverance will become permanent you were watching pornography when it came you were fighting anger you have opened the gate for through unforgiveness you are the one calling them to come come and buy me come and bind me so when they come they say ah the gate is wide, oh, widely open then they say oh no let's not go alone go and bring fornication go and bring poverty go and bring drunkenness to come so that we all enter and the bible says that you become worse off than you said yes this is the spiritual realities you are facing do you understand do you understand i pray that you will understand so we are coming to pray and we ask God because a lot of us we are praying the wrong prayers and even when you are prayed for you get free but you don't understand so you, take, you open those you come back you like Jesus said that when you cast out a spirit he will come back again and when he comes and the way is open they will come and enter you so we are going to pray let us be on our feet